Ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hello, Jasmine. Hello, Ugo. Hello, everyone. And welcome to watching the movies. Uh, just to explain a little bit. Jasmine, you used to be into movies um, back like uh, 2010, you know? Sure. 10 years ago. And now, uh, now you're not. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm a film buff. I've been a film buff since I was... Uh, seven years. No, I was been, I've been a film buff since I was like 13, 14. Um, so I decided to start showing you movies and try to rekindle that love of film that you used to have very briefly. Um, yeah. I think maybe I just wanted to be like, which, 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 which film? <laughs> you know? Oh, you mean like you were just being pretentious? Maybe. <laughs> How old were you at the time anyway? Like, uh, 16? 15 yeah 15 to 17 maybe yeah i was also like that but i never got over it <laughs> nice um yeah you know so we're doing a director series right now we're going through uh you know every three movies is by the same director you know one director three movies okay yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> did i explain i don't know yeah well um maybe at one point okay yeah so uh, we're doing David Fincher right now. We just did Fight Club and Zodiac. And now, Jasmine, what movie are we watching? We are watching Gone Girl. As you all know, my wife, Amy Elliott Dunn, disappeared three days ago. She may be the face I can't forget. A trace of pleasure or regret may be my treasure. Oh, the price I have to pay She may be the song that summer sings May be the chill that autumn brings May be a hundred different things Within the measure of a day You can't go on like this! Well, it's not good enough for you! It's not even close! She may be the reason Spoilers, of course. I'm going to give you a few details about Gone Girl, and then we'll talk about it. So the screenplay is by uh, Gillian Flynn. Gillian Flynn. Do you know how to pronounce her name? Um, I've heard Gillian. Yeah, it's with a G. Yeah, like Jif. It's a GIF. Gillian Flynn. G- Gillian? 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 I don't know. I'm confusing <laughs> myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's adapted from her novel, Gone Girl, which was released in 2012. Uh... It all it stars Ben Affleck, Rosamund Pike, Neil Patrick Harris, Tyler Perry. Oh shit. Carrie Coon. Carrie Coon. That's a you know, that's an interesting name. Uh and Kim Dickens. It premiered on September twenty sixth, twenty fourteen at the New York Film Festival, and it was released on October third, twenty fourteen. This is the follow up film uh to The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Did you, you haven't seen that? Have you seen that? No, I know no. the author of the book passed away before he could finish. His, I think it was going to be a trilogy. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, I have no idea. But I know David Fincher uh, adapted the, the the first book. Um, and he so like he did the Social Network in 2010 and the Gold with the Dragon Tattoo in 2011. So he did like one in one, took a break, and then did Gone Girl. Good for him. Good, yeah, I know. It had a budget of $61 million, and it made $370 million worldwide. It's pretty wild, right? Yeah. 
At the 72nd Golden Globe Awards, it was nominated for Best Director, Best Actress, uh, Motion Picture Drama, Best Screenplay, and Best Score for Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Do you know who they are? No. Have you ever heard of a little band called Nine Inch Nails? Not at all. You haven't heard of Am Nine I Inch Nails? Am I supposed to? Yeah, they're pretty big, you know? No. And you heard that one song that goes, I wanna fuck you like an animal. That's like every um, like emo teenager's favorite song, you know? It was not an emo teenager <laughs> growing up. Uh, yeah, they're they're uh, from a band, and then David Fincher just called them up, um, to for the social network, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll make the score for it," and then they just have worked ever since. Um, and at the eighty seventh Academy Awards, uh, it was nominated for Best Actress in a Leading Role for Rosemary Pike, and that was all the Oscar nominations it got. Jen? Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think it wasn't? You know, I w- I was shocked. At the time, that it didn't get any more nominations. Do you think? Do you think? Um, um, uh, maybe adapted screenplay. Yeah, it should have gone something like that. Right? Yeah. yeah, but or even best picture. It was, uh, but I guess the Academy doesn't like that sort of like a pulpy, you know, page turner sort of stuff. You know, you said you read Gone Girl. No, I lied to you about that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it has a Rotten Tomato score of 87% and an audience score of 87%. So just, you know, even that never happens. And the critics' consensus reads, dark, intelligent, and stylish to a fault, Gone Girl plays to director David Fincher's six strengths uh, while bringing the best out of stars Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike. So, on a personal level, I watched this movie when it came out in theaters. I asked my mom to go take me because I wasn't old enough to watch an R-rated film at the time. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, my mom also liked it, you know, so I know it has broad appeal uh, because she liked it. And uh, it was my favorite movie of 2014. Nice. Um, yeah. And this is my first time rewatching it since then. And you know what? It's still great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah. I remember, um, not that it was like a huge discussion in my school, there was this one girl uh, uh, that I talked to for a little bit, and she said, oh yeah, I saw Gone Girl. I'm like, oh yeah, what'd you think of it? And <laughs> her only reaction was, man, that bitch was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she was traumatized by that wine bottle scene. Oh yeah. Yeah, she just couldn't let go. She's like, oh my gosh, she stuck that up there. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Jasmine, you never saw this movie before? No. no. What were your expectations? Well, you see, like many uh, David Finch movies, I'm coming to realize, um, I know exactly what happens at the end. What happens at the end? <laughs> I mean, we all know, right? I mean, oh, the, the big yes. twist. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You knew. Yeah, yeah. so, so far I've known all the twists in all the movies yeah. we've seen. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's already There's already going to have a twist. <laughs> Just, Fight Club had a twist. Yeah. Um. So, what, what, but like, what else? What else did you expect from this movie? No. Um, I knew it was what a thriller. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot of experience with thrillers because I kind of have put them in the same boat as like horror movies. 
Or like you don't want to watch that. Yeah, I don't want to feel anxious. I don't want to feel scared. Yeah. 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 So, what were your gut reactions? Um, it was pretty good. <laughs> That's great, Jasmine. I know you took notes, uh, at least for the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yep. Can you read me those notes? Yeah, the, the first 10 minutes is all I wrote down, basically. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, I try to write on, cruc- on cursive, so let's see. The music <laughs> when they need... When they meet... Yeah. Reminds me of the music um, from this, like... I don't know what it's called. Enneagram game? No. What's an anagram game? You know, have you ever played those games where it's like... It'll have, like, a little grid... And then mm-hmm. I'll have like three, two, one for the columns, and then the rows will have like two, one, five for you the mean rows. Sudoku? It's no. Okay. It's like you have to like figure out how many rows in a column. I mean, how many squares to put in each column and row, and they have row, and they have to coordinate. No, I don't know, but yeah, that it's very. It was very, I guess, whimsical. E, it's like right. the uh, when they first meet, right? That was them mm-hmm. falling in love. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what I was trying to say. Um, but then I forgot to look up the word because I just watched the movie. <laughs> Let's see. I put um, very dark and gloomy. Just the overall aesthetic. The overall the, color. The, look of it, the yeah. tone mm-hmm. is very dark. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then that's as far as I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, so do you want to, you know, I usually ask you to write a review, uh, which you didn't, right? No. But we could talk about it a little bit more. I can one write one right now. Oh yeah, go ahead. Um Gone Girl was, in my opinion, at thus far the best David French movie I've seen. Yeah, I'd agree with that. <laughs> um it was um well paced. Um yeah, it definitely. was long, but it, was long. it felt very sure. quick. Yeah. It had a lot of action, a lot of um intrigue, it kept you wanting to watch more and wanted yeah. to like to unravel the case, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? I am coming to realize mm-hmm. that David Finch likes the bad guys to win. What do you mean? If you think about it. Go and, on. Okay. <laughs> so, have you seen Seven? No, I haven't. So basically, the bad guy kind of wins, right? Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Um. Fight Club. That's the, yeah. I'd say that's the outlier. Right. Uh, well, I mean, the, the well, I guess they're ba- he's they bad. They blow up. Yeah, right? he's kind of like up. they're kind of a, ter- a terrorist group, right? Yeah. And then Zodiac, right? He never gets captured. Yeah. yeah. This one, it's the wife's crazy, and she never gets caught. And she never gets caught. And then the Social Network. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. he gets away with it. He gets it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think in that movie, Zuckerberg's supposed to be the good guy, no? Well. But are we supposed to think that well, he he's actually a, stole the? Facebook? I don't think we're supposed to think he's a good guy because I think Andrew Garfield's character is, is a, good a good guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Mark Mark Zuckerberg is a jerk, mm. and he's kind of portrayed throughout the movie as being an asshole. Yeah, um, which he is. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. He likes he likes having the bad guys win. Oh yeah, yeah. Good. That's good. That's good. Right. But um, what else can we talk? What review? I think this one out of all of them has the most mass appeal. I think it's something that everyone can watch. I told my roommate, hey, watch this movie. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's probably because of the source material. Yeah. You know, it's because I know, I didn't know this at the time, but eventually in high school, I had uh, an English teacher tell me, oh, you know, this is like a very like 
broad based like page turner turner sort of thing and it's like something that you buy at an airport or something you buy uh you know at the checkout of, of like a, a superstore or whatever um you know a lot of people uh, i've read a lot of reviews have you read any reviews about this no a lot of people call this trash like a lot like elegant trash you know like it's like it's a trashy sort of story sure yeah you agree with that um i mean i can see what they're coming from yeah is it because of um i don't know what makes it trashy the sex the sex i don't know is, is this an erotic thriller i wouldn't say so no there's a lot of sex in it though i mean and they show the sex scenes like i wouldn't like, consider it erotic though no but you don't think the sex scenes are erotic? No. Not even the first two? No. With Ben Affleck? There's two? Yeah, there's two. There was... Oh, wait, no. There was two? There was the one where it's like... I think it's supposed to establish one. When you're firstly married... Like, right? That's There's that, like, rose-colored honeyness to marriage, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after work, afterwards, it becomes a chore, right? And it's just very, like, just, what, routine? Mm. I think maybe it's supposed to do that, have us make that comparison. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the last one was just wild. Hell yeah, just, yeah, it was wild. Wow. <laughs> so no, I don't think it's a rush. <laughs> I think maybe once you're in an established relationship, sex becomes more like a something you do. I'm assuming you know, you know us. Yeah, like a utilitary. Yeah, thing. but yeah, I think it's supposed to. Obviously, a lot of the flashbacks is supposed to establish how they were. I don't know. They're supposed to be a, a very loving couple. Uh, couple, but then we get to know, what's her name, Anne? Amy? Amy, that's why I couldn't yeah. remember her name. Anne, and it's kind of like, <laughs> what? Yeah. what the hell? You said Anne. I know, I couldn't remember. I was no, you say said Rose. Anne again. No, I said Amy, and then you said Oh, Anne did I say again. Anne? <laughs> I was about to Rosemond say Rosemond. Like, Rosemond? I Rosemond? Rosemond? I thought it was Rosamond. I think it's Rosemond. Rosemond Pike. Have you seen her in anything else? Uh, Pride and Prejudice. Oh, is she in that? Yeah, she's Jane. Austin? No, she's like <laughs> the older. So in Pride and Prejudice, there's like five sisters. And right. she's like the oldest and the like, kind of like Wait a minute. Most... Wait, don't, they, don't they reference Pride and Prejudice in this movie? Oh, yeah, they do. They do. Oh. That's interesting. How oh, serendipitous. I, I, the only thing I saw her before this was in, uh, in The World's End. Have you ever seen that? No. No. Uh, yeah, is it with, with uh, Simon Pegg? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I've never seen. Yeah, and I thought she was great in that. But yeah. So in conclusion, I personally don't think it's erotic. No, I oh, think it's just yeah. That's just journal review, sort of like yeah, you liked it. You you recommended it to your roommate. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Is that where the trash comes comes from? It's Probably. it's. I don't see it's much. Kind trash of. Um, not a mindless watch because it's very intriguing, but I can see that comparison of it being like a just a paperback book you buy at the airport. You know, kind of like trying to get your mind yeah. out of, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I still think that's like good writing, though. Like yeah, if you're like I think invested it, well, in it. Well, I don't see why that's like those paperback books that sell are, uh, what, am, what am I saying? Why people might consider them less than, like, a, I don't know. But not a biography or something that makes you quote unquote like think yeah. <laughs> over an issue. I mean, it's still like the craft that had to go in it is is good, right? Because mm-hmm. it's it creates a very compelling story. Yeah, and you gotta like, and it ties all yeah. the loose ends, right? I mean, I yeah. don't know if I mean, so I'm sure most writers have issues with like 
plot holes here and there. Yeah. But like good writers kind of help like kind of make less of those. Mm -hmm. And I think this is uh, done really well. Yeah. I guess like in my mind, when I think of trashy sort of thrillers, I think of those Lifetime movies, you know? Have you, oh, yeah. Like yeah, my, whether it's like a, my, a my babysitter. My daughter met a something's um, internet. I think the, the, oh, maybe, uh, the one I'm used to is like uh, we hired a babysitter. Uh, she 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 had sex with the oh, dad. Oh, like obsession or something like yeah, that. Something yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. obsession. Or that one with like Is that Beyonce. Tyler Perry movie? Probably. I think that might actually be a Tyler. Speaking of Tyler Perry, he's in this. Shocking! I didn't know he was gonna be in this. I think I had. You told me. Yeah, well, I mean, not the first time. No, no, yeah, like not a the long, first time like, I was in. Did I? A while, oh. like when it came out. Why? Well, You're talking because did Ben Affleck direct it, this by chance? No. Oh. Wait, what? David Fincher directed this. Oh shoot! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I don't know then. I think you're. you're I think oh, you mentioned something yes, about no, how he was like, to, oh, so yeah, this is what directing's yeah, 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 like. Yeah, 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 Something I think. But that's, that was like long after I had watched it. Yeah, that was like a uh, long time ago. I did. I watched an interview with Tyler Perry. I think it was like on Jimmy Fallon or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and David Fincher obviously is known for doing all these takes, and I remember him because he said that he did sixty takes for one scene, um, and then. He'd be like, man, for 60 takes, one of my movies are done. You know, they're completely done. Yeah. And that he would hear, like, Ben Affleck and David Fincher talk to each other about, like, movies. And he'd just be, like, taking notes, you know. Aww, yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting. I feel like doing 60 takes of that murder scene would have been uh, a mess to clean up. Oh, yeah. I assume, I assume that was less. You gotta, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way you, you... Imagine the hours it would take to reset the scene. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Uh, so, Rosamund Pike um, rehearsed that scene with Neil Patrick Harris a lot. Mm-hmm. And David Fincher, he does a lot of takes, but he also rehearses a lot. Mm. So, then they were rehearsing it a lot. And then uh, Rosamund Pike said that she got it in her mind that she still needed to rehearse. So, then she bought Adora the Explorer door, doll. Mm-hmm. And then she used that with Neil Patrick Harris. And, you know, she, she practiced the scene. She, like, tied it on a pole in her front yard. Yeah. Tied it on a pole that was six feet. And then she was, like, practicing you know, in front of everyone to see. That's nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. So do you want to break it down? Sure. We can try. <laughs> what did you think about the writing in this movie? You know, because this is Gillian Flynn's... First screenplay. First screenplay. Um... um I thought it was fine. It, it was um, well paced. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the dialogue was pretty good overall. Um, I think the <coughs> characters were written pretty well too. You said Nick was unlikable. Yeah, and that's not <laughs> a bad thing. I think that was yeah. very intentional. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think because obviously, as a, if you don't, because um, I went in knowing what what um, Amy did right. Yeah. But I think if you're the reader or the audience, um, it creates a very effective twist because you're kind of, you're kind of thinking, okay, so this is the view because Nick is the protagonist, right? Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like, okay, is he or isn't he? And you're not quite sure. Yeah. So I think it helps. I, I think that was uh, well written, right? Because mm-hmm. he makes a lot of questionable yeah. choices. choices. Yeah. Yeah. And you're kind of like. Hmm. And he talks about how he's like not one to freak out. Yeah. In a lot of situations. Yeah. So that's why he's kind of eerily calm. Yeah yeah. 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 And also like the flashbacks that we see, like Amy's diary mm-hmm. um, that we see, it sort of makes him look really guilty. Yeah. 
Um, and you know, the, I I watched it without knowing the twist. Yeah. Which, by the way, probably the best way to watch. Yeah. Is without knowing it. Yeah. But um, yeah, like you go in and you watch all that, and you think that's facts because whenever you see a flashback, mm -hmm. you think that's you know that actually yeah, yeah. happened, and it's like wow, Ben Affleck did it, and then it cuts, and she's alive. Yeah. Uh, like, Whoa. Yeah. So I think that Whoa. was done really well, because um, it never leads you to you're you're you don't go in. I think you go in initially maybe believing that he's innocent, but as the story unfolds, you're kind of unsure yeah. if you should be rooting for him. Mm -hmm. Until she's... Until, yeah, yeah, until it's revealed. And I think, obviously, I'm going to compare this a little bit to Fight Club because it also kind of has a twist, right? I don't know yeah. if it's midway through the movie. Yeah, uh, this is half about halfway through the movie. Is yeah. it as well? Mm -hmm. So with both, I kind of knew the twist, right? Mm -hmm. But with Fight Club, I felt like it was so torturous to get to that point. And was, this one, it was just like, it was great. Yeah. I think it, it unfolded really well. I was intrigued, even though I knew at one point we were gonna, it was going to be revealed that she was alive. Yeah. And wh wh why? Why do you think? Um, Is it because it sets up a mystery in the beginning? I think so. I mean, because obviously I knew she was alive. Well, actually, how, why, why did it work for me, even though I knew the twist? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Because um, I guess I, um, I guess the crumbs that the character the author or the writer the screen i don't know what the screenwriter the screenwriter is just think you call it by her name the screenwriter or jillian yeah sure uh left were very intriguing in, yeah. in spite of me knowing exactly what happened I, I didn't know exactly what happened i just knew she staged it right mm -hmm. um i was gonna say something else i think you might have to cut a little bit of this while i'm, yeah. I'm trying to catch what i said Mm -hmm. I can't think oh. about it. Whatever. <laughs> what, what, what were you saying before? I was gonna say something besides that. She leaves like these crumbs for you to like, like continuously want to watch it, right? Because you want to see mm -hmm. what happens next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like with Fight Club, for a long time, it was kind of just like monotonous. I don't know if that's mm -hmm. the word. It was just I wasn't sure where it was heading. Maybe because this one's a little bit more um, easier to kind of see where it's going. No, maybe not. I don't know. Oh, it's because in Fight Club, like, you're just watching, I think, for, like, until that twist, you're just kind of watching, like, a drama. Yeah. Unfold in this one, you're like... Okay, yeah. Like, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah but I feel like this one's an easier one to watch multiple times, and I feel like with Fight Club, one and done One and me. done for you, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think about the structure of the movie, Jasmine? So, I've noticed with a lot of David Finch, or not a lot, but, like, with David Finch movies so far, it's... There's like, I feel like at least four acts. I don't know. I feel like it's, I guess, or just like. Four or five acts? Or like just the first two acts are insanely long. And then the third <laughs> act, it wraps really up really short. fast. Yeah. Um, and then, I guess because like Zodiac, I guess you can say it's like, what, three? It has three story arcs. Mm -hmm. and, and within those three story arcs, you can say that there's like three acts, I suppose. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. yeah. Um, And then same with Fight Club, right? There's like the boring life. He meets Tyler. And then the last act is shit hits a fan. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he finds out that he's Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like uh, in this, it'd be like the first act is ben the mystery, and then it ends when he finds the stuff in the shelter. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the second act starts when she you know, when gives, when she's yeah. in the car. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that goes on until, until she comes back. Until I think it's I think once that interview, right? When that interview ends, it's the beginning of the third act. Well, which one? When after everybody's like, Ben Affleck's like, I got this, I got this, and then it, and then we don't see the interview, right? Really? And then it ends. 
You think that's the end of the second act? I think that's the end of the second act. Oh, interesting. I thought the end of the second act was when she came back. When she came back? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm going to say there's like four... Four acts. And four acts. Was the... Because I feel like... So it ends... Maybe, okay, maybe there's a three acts and then there's like a... Maybe there's like a mini kind of act. <laughs> and that's between when he does the interview. And then she comes and back. And then she comes back. Yeah. What happens in that? Um, I think she's um with Neil Patrick Neil Harris. Patrick. Oh, right. And then she... Yeah. And then she's trying to devise a way to yeah. switch the narrative or yeah. change the narrative, right? Yeah. To make it seem like, oh, no, it wasn't my husband. I was actually kidnapped by this guy. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, that's a lot of work because you set up all this stuff. And now you got to be like, oh, no, 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 no. I mean, that's why her, at the end, her story wasn't super convincing because mm-hmm. she didn't have time to plan it. She just had to. She had to go. She had yeah. to. A lot of it, she based on, like, her prior knowledge of things she's done in the past, right? Yeah. So that soon she just went with it. Yeah. 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 Good stuff, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. So, what do you think about the acting in this, Ben Affleck? Do you like Ben Affleck as a performer? As a performer? Yeah. I literally don't know what I've seen him in besides, like, he has a small role in Goodwill Hunting, right? Yeah. He is Daredevil? Yeah. He is Daredevil. What else have I seen him in? I feel like there's a time when I really liked one of his movies and I don't know what it is anymore. Is it uh, Gone Baby Gone? No, I'm kidding. No, you no. directed that. Oh, wait. Chasing Amy? No. Silent Bob? And no, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe you've never seen a movie. Maybe I've never seen a movie with Ben Affleck. How come I know about Ben Affleck? Well, he's very famous. No, no, obviously, but like, I feel like I had, I, I, there's a time in my life where I liked, really liked something about him. That's was like he Batman movie. at all? No, yeah, that was, was recent. Really, that was recent, yeah, though. Yeah. Let me real quick. Um, he was like a little heartthrob for a little bit. No, like was uh, he? did he do rom coms for a little bit? No, I don't think so. I don't know. He did one rom com. Uh, let's see. Let's look at his movies. Uh, Goodwill Hunting, Argo, The Way Back, uh, The Accountant. No. Days and Confused, Armageddon. No. No. Uh, um, Jiggly with Jennifer Lopez. No. They used to date, right? Yeah. It's really weird. Because yeah. <laughs> it happened before like I was born. Conscious. <laughs> um, Shakespeare in Love? No. Was that it? Hollywoodland? Nope. Surviving Christmas? Oh, maybe that's where I know. Yep, that no. one. Mallrats and Surviving, Surviving Christmas. Surviving with Christina Applegate. Okay, yeah. I think what maybe the that. hell? <laughs> 7% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. What the hell is that movie? <laughs> Never it's, heard of that in my uh, life. He is. Okay, I think it's that one. That's the one movie I remember him fondly. <laughs> 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 it's a Christmas movie. You should watch it. Uh, so. The premise is, is he's like a rich, like, um, business guy. guy rich, huh? A rich business guy. Yeah. Maybe a lawyer, I don't know. That kinda, that's kind of like his And um, his fiance is um, Emma Swan from Once Upon a Time. I don't know who that is. And she comes from a wealthy family. Yeah. And he's like, oh, or she's like, oh, let me visit your parents, right? <laughs> Turns out <laughs> yeah. by like, yeah. so he just, I think he, I don't know how, if he goes to a random house, I think he goes to his childhood home and he just tells the family that, hey, I'll pay you a certain amount. For pretend. to pay my family, I think who else is in there? Um, what's the lady from Shit's Creek? Catherine? Oh, 
Yeah, something. Yeah, she's in there too, and Christina Applegate. Yeah. <laughs> good. good um, did you think he looked a bit swole in this movie? Like swollen? Swollen, yeah. He like swollen, not swole. It's not swollen. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he looked a little bit muscular in this? Um, there was like some frames where his arms looked nice, but he overall looked really puffy. Uh, he was like in the middle of uh, training for Batman. So, you know, he was oh, like, yeah. wow. No, I would not have guessed. No? No. You just thought this was a natural body? I thought he was just, uh, he was trying to depict the body of a man who's just so depressed with his... <laughs> marriage he's just letting himself go but he still lifts weights <laughs> not lift me i think we, you know like some guys just have like a like a th- thick stature is that right Right, like a wide a, there we frame. go a wide frame and i thought that was just his natural mm-hmm. kind of frame yeah do you think you did good on this movie then yeah it was fine obviously um he did not steal the show but yeah because rosamund pike yeah um yeah and then other than that i didn't really know any of the other actors. That was in Tyler Perry? Yeah. You ever watch any Tyler Perry movies? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever seen any Medea. Any, um, I don't know what else he's done, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Uh, well, he he did a lot of theater. His career is very interesting. Sounds good. Um, but his movies are. <laughs> he makes a lot of money in the box he, office, I'm sure. And he writes like a tank. Like, he can write well, three then, movies in like you one know, week. You know? You do you. (laughs) Yeah, obviously, I mean, that method of, like, making isn't giving a good result. He still makes a ton of money. I mean, it depends what you mean mean by a good result. (laughs) And he owns a studio? I mean, he's doing great. Where they shot Black Panthers, where they shot... He's doing great, by all all means. Doesn't Um, matter. (laughs) matter. He's great on this, I think, though. Yeah, Yeah. he's, um... I think a lot of lawyers typically can come up very pompous... (laughs) <laughs> and he kind of has like a, a touch of that, but also a touch of like every yeah. man's man. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah. He's very uh, likable. Yeah. Um, which is wild because he's kind of a sleazy lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I think he did good. I, I mean, think, I guess lawyers have to kind of have that charisma too. Yeah. They I have think, to like yeah, persuade. They got, well, they have to be actors too. You know? yeah, yeah. They have to persuade the people, especially if he's dealing with husbands convicted of killing their wives or whatever. In a state that has the death penalty. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was like, I was like, oh, maybe this is a turning point in his career, and then he'll like start doing good stuff, and then like that didn't happen. There's no reason for. There's no reason. Just like Adam Sandler, you know. I mean, he does it every now and then. He does it every now and then, but and Tyler Perry hasn't done it since. Yeah, that's or he fine. He didn't do it before either. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Rosemary Pike nominated actor uh, nominated for yeah. an Oscar. Um. Do you know who she lost, obviously? Do you know who she lost to? 2014, let me think. 2012 was the King's Speech, right? Well, what this movie it? came out in 2014. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to do a timeline. So the King's Speech came out in 2010. 2010? Yes. That's why I say you're trying you to think what happened in 2012. Why 2012? Because I feel like I might remember something and then I can kind of. Okay, so yeah. let me do King 10, four years after that, like, came out. I mean, I'll give you a hint. Okay. She's a redhead. I'm going to say Amy Adams. No, Amy Adams has never won an Oscar. She has that? No. Oh, she's been nominating a bunch, though. It's a topic on the internet a lot. Uh, redhead. Emma Stone for... No. Wild Lands 2016. Um, I, it's not... Uh, Bryce um, Dallas Howard? She's never won. I, yeah. don't think, I don't even think she's ever been nominated. I don't nominated. think she's nominated. I'm trying to think. Um, 
Scarlett Johansson. She's not a redhead though. Drew, nope. Drew Barrymore is, is not a redhead either. She's a she's naturally blonde. Yeah. Um, it starts with a J. Uh, Jessica Stastny. I'll just tell you. I'll just tell you. <laughs> well, there's a lot of redheads, I guess. <laughs> there's a lot of redheads. Uh, Julianne Moore. Oh, for, um, for Alice. Still Alice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is not a memorable movie. I've never seen it, but I've n- I've never had the feeling to like watch it. It seems really depressing. Kristen Stewart's in that. Yeah. Apparently, she's, apparently it's uh, like a good movie, but like it's not like. Is it really? I think it's like a bummer. I think it. You it's know, about she has like dementia. Yeah. yeah. It's um. You know what was the, the farewell we saw, right? But that yeah. had like comedic, like some comedic. Oh, aspect. and this doesn't have any. I think it's just straight like drama. How do you know like, about this movie? Because I think um, maybe we talked about in one of my like dying classes or something. <laughs> I took like a class <laughs> in like aging and dying. Oh, what geez. a bummer! Wow, but uh, yeah, uh, Julianne Moore won, but that was seen as more of like uh, sorry for not giving you an Oscar for all these years. Oh, really? Like Leo? Thing. Like Leo or like um, like Glenn Close was supposed to get one. She's never had one. Glenn Close has never won an Oscar. She she was close, and then uh, Olivia Coleman won for uh, the favorite. Uh, yeah, you know, but I, you know, I think I would have given it to Rosamund Pike for this movie. I think yeah, she did really good. Yeah, she was the best thing about this movie. Yeah, and it's like, it's a hard performance. Yeah, you're like doing a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Like you're acting as basically different people. Yeah. For a lot of it, you know, and you got to put on two accents because she's British, so yeah. she's got that neutral American accent. And then, is it neutral? I would say it's pretty like mid, blank Midwestern. I don't even know what a New York accent is like. Hey, buddy, that's horrible. <laughs> well, I think it depends <laughs> what part of New York, probably. Yeah, yeah, like borough and shit. Sure. And race and ethnicity yeah. and you know. uh, but yeah, and then she does a Southern accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, very believable. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, uh, Ben Affleck said that he actually liked all the takes. All the, all the takes, you think? So what I do guess, you mean? Like, he liked doing all the takes. Oh, like, all the, like, like, all the, like, the like multiple 90, takes? Yeah. Okay. Because um, he'd be like, you know, like, either you're waiting five hours in the trailer or you're acting. And it's like, I'd rather act. Oh. And like, oh, okay, I guess that's what, like, Brad Pitt sort of uh, reasoning yeah. for working with Dave Fincher a lot. But, uh, yeah, not a lot of, because I remember seeing an interview where Dave Fincher is sitting next to uh, Rosemary Pick, mm-hmm. um, and then David Fincher goes, you know, I feel like actors like to act, so that's why I don't think they mind it. And you just see her face going, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, who else is in this movie? You know, Patrick Harris is does like a very stoic sort of thing, you know. Yeah, which is kind of weird because he's usually a very charming guy. Yeah, I met him. Oh, yeah, Bolivia style. Uh, Bolivia style, yeah. Nice. And uh, we took a picture, but it, the, it didn't save. save. That's, a tra- that's a tragedy. <laughs> it's a tragedy. It was like 13-year-old me. Oh, he's, uh, he was with his kids, right? He was with his husband and kids. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah, all right, come on. It'd be quick. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't mean about it. It was like, obviously, like, yeah. you know, he just wants to be alone with his yeah, family. Yeah. Uh, but, he, you know, he was a, he was a good guy. I yeah. touched him and everything. Wow, pretty wild the only, <laughs> the only, I don't touch him like Rosamund Pike touch him and, <laughs> uh, yeah okay. only, good celebrity a, good ever, only celebrity I've ever met you met that one Mexican reporter no what? <laughs> I don't even know her name anymore exactly uh, I think it's Andrea something Andrea? Andrea interesting um, yeah. oh I saw Sh- Shia LaBeouf one time 
Yeah, you did. Uh, but you were too scared to. to he was. He him. was okay. But let me tell you, he was walking down <laughs> Central. I mean, this is also this guy was like screaming at him. And then he's like, and then he just starts cussing him out. And the guy's like, oh, can you believe that? I was like, yeah. Who was oh, Margo? Oh, Carrie Coon. I don't. I've never seen her. Anything I've never else. seen her before either. But she's very good. Yeah. A very attractive. Yeah. So, she, um, and she's white. You know, yeah, who, knows what? She have, who knows why she doesn't have any roles? Oh. Yeah. Maybe she's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, she's she, a good sister. She's good. <laughs> you know, she looks really different without her glasses. I don't know what she looks like yeah, without her glasses. Anyways. Um, yeah. Is that it? Uh, is that all the yeah, basically. Oh, the cops. The detective. The cops, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cinematography. Yeah. It was there. I'm, it was I'm, there. Oppo- I'm assuming, opposing. You're opposing. <laughs> you opposed that there was cinematography in the um, I'm sure there was there. <laughs> <laughs> you noticed it. You took a note of it. No. Yeah, yeah. you did. What? Oh, it was dark? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was very dark. Yeah. And then it wasn't so dark afterwards. That's because we, when we switched to your TV, it was a lot brighter. And oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Why are you confusing me then? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like oh, that's why Jasmine didn't know that Fight Club was full of green. Because right? the TV didn't accurately. Oh, wow. Until I changed the settings, a little, it was a little bit more accurate. He likes putting penises in this movie, huh? Oh, yeah. He, there's a penis in Fight Club. Yeah. And there's a penis in this one. Yeah. That's part of cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> ben Affleck shows his penis in this. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And you saw it. I told my mom <laughs> that you're like, look, look, and I was like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? And it's it just, just Ben Affleck's penis. penis. <laughs> I yeah, it's not. You don't get a, like a good look at it. You know? I mean, more than I ever wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he agreed to what? do that. It's like, Why wouldn't he? Because uh, it's like it's five seconds. What for? Like, I mean, what for it? Why? 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 I kind of get it in Fight Club because it kind of goes with like. Yeah. Well, like previous things. This is an erotic thriller, Jasmine. I didn't find that erotic. <laughs> She's covered in blood. Yeah, and he's terrified for his life, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what can I say about cinematography? It ain't uh, my cup of tea. Just kidding. I'm sure it's fine. I just don't pay a whole lot of attention. I think that's something you have to, like, I'm going to say something you actually af- actively have to pay attention to. Not always. Kind of think. Well, I mean, obviously, Let's, cinematography yeah. is supposed to add aspects to the storytelling, yeah. right? Like the tone or the feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, what feeling did you get from the look of this movie, Jasmine? Let's start there. Very That's serious. Broad. Yeah, very serious. Yeah. Well, hold up. That first meeting when they first meet. Do you think that was creepy? Um. I think, you know, like generic rom-coms where it's like, oh, charming me. <laughs> oh, is that how it played out? I think it's, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. You know, David Finch, uh, before when they were doing tests for this movie, test, you know, screenings, mm-hmm. that part, before the uh, trailers were out, that part played very well. Where they were like, oh, you know, fun, romantic, whatever. And after the trailers came out, they're like, this is creepy. <laughs> it had of like an aura of, yeah, like it had a different tone after the marketing. I mean, if you're just watching it from the beginning, it's fine, right? It's just yeah. like a, a meet cute. Yeah, and they're both attractive. Yeah, and then she's she's like your chin's weird. And it is. Yeah, it's like a butthole. Ben Affleck got a great chin, I think. You know, very pasta strong one. You know, kind of looks like a butthole. 
<laughs> Anyways, yeah. You know, very, uh, <laughs> yeah, cinematography. Colors, look, okay. feeling, all that stuff. So, it was very dark and serious, right? Because bad mm-hmm. things happen. Right, yeah. Right, right. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of any interesting shots I noticed. Um, I think for the most part, the shots were pretty, like, leveled, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like straight. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it was like, you like... For example, in Fight Club, there was that one scene where it's kind of like it would show, like Ed Norton was like lower than um, Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see a whole lot of that. Oh, sort of like the dynamic. Yeah, of that, that I didn't notice anything. It was very kind of just um, a bit more cut and dry. I'm trying to think. You mean like everyone's on the same level? Yeah. Same? Yeah, they're all being. Because like even when like at the end, right when he was talking, well, with his sister, I think maybe that was. A little bit more interesting, right? Because she was sitting down. But even then, it the camera didn't really ever kind of, like, shift to, like, having Ben Affleck, like, looking down towards his sister, did it? I'm trying to remember. I don't know. Like, I feel like when it would, um, when it would show her sister, we would go down to where she's at and it was, like, on the same level. Mm-hmm. I think it was only when he asked her, you're my moral... Like compass or something like that. Mm-hmm. I need you to agree with me on that. We oh, yeah. kind of it shifted a little bit more so we could like look up at him. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was supposed to be like if he's in charge. Yeah. No, not he's in charge, but it's like almost like the audience. Like, is this the right call for him to make? Mm. Right. Obviously, we know he's not the best person, but <laughs> he's by far not a monster. Yeah, a monster <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think he was a narcissist? Um. I've heard, I've read some people think that he's a narcissist. No, I think he just doesn't love her anymore. Oh yeah, that's yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. And you know, and that's a crime, man. How I dare mean, you? like if if your wife goes missing but you don't love her anymore, I I would assume you'd still feel worried, right? Yeah, because it's still somebody who was once important for you, unless he just hates her. <laughs> well, he does, he says he hates her, and then it's just kind of like uh, yeah. it sucks, but yeah. it's kind of right, like. Mm-hmm. I'm not emotionally invested in this person. I'm concerned over their overall well-being, but I'm not. What? I don't know. Is that what it's supposed to be? I don't know. Uh, what about the colors in this? It's all... Just dreary. Dreary. Oh, you know what? When I was watching, I was like, this Loki kind of reminds me of Twilight. Just very, <laughs> uh, like, blue and gray. Yeah? And grim. And because it's so romantic? Um, Because it's so... Scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Like rainy. It looked overcast. overcast. It was like it was supposed yeah. to be like July or June in Missouri. I don't know the weather in Missouri, but it looked like cloudy. Like it cloudy. was cloudy yeah. for the whole time this movie was mm-hmm. filmed. Oh, uh, they shot this in six K. That means nothing to me. Do you know what four K is? Four thousand. Do you know what ten eighty P is? Pixels, something. I don't know. Pictures. <laughs> you know four K TVs, right? Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's resolution, right? Sure. Yeah, this was shot in 6K, which is, uh, so the social network was shot on 4K, and, and it was uh, presented in 1080p, um, and this was shot in 6K and presented in 4K. Mm-hmm. So, you know, David Fincher, again, loves his digital cameras. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because he says it gives him a consistent sort of results. Anyways, 
Uh, let's talk about that score. Did you notice the score this time around, Jasmine? Just that when, just at the beginning, when I was trying to pay attention, and then I just was paying attention to the story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but you, I mean, okay. So you, you, it's not that you have to particularly notice, but all of these things add to the tone of the movie. So you must have heard at least some of the music, right? Um, I obviously, um, as I've mentioned, I don't want to sound too redundant, but mm-hmm. so like their first, their um. So the beginning of the relationship is very supposed to be sweet, right? Yeah. I think the music adds to that. It's very kind of whimsical and fun and easy breezy. Just kidding. But it's very like light. Yeah. It's very um, not a nursery rhyme, but kind of Pixar esque in a way. Mm-hmm. And then it's obviously just drama. It's not like you know, it's like spooky. dun dun dun. But it's kind of like a little bit of that. I I think it's I don't think it's super like dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that that cool girl monologue. I don't remember. The you know, she's like London. guys well, when she's explaining what she did. She's yeah. like, you know, guys only want a cool girl. Yeah, right, but I don't remember hearing anything specific. Was that it? No, I didn't paint. Cinematography and score are two things that I'm just like. And editing and everything else, basically. Editing. You noticed the editing in this one. Did I? It's very specific. Oh, uh, the cutting use. and the, the fade outs. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like when they, uh, when she cuts her, his throat, and then it starts fading out and then fading back in, like. Vroom, 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 vroom. Oh. Yeah. Remember that? Okay. Yeah, that's an edit. <laughs> I don't remember that. Editing scene. is the manipulation of. Maybe I covered images. my eyes because it's too graphic. Because it's too graphic. Did eyes. you cover your eyes? <laughs> the only time I covered my eyes was when he was doing that press conference, like at the park. Oh, it was yeah. So cringy. I could not. <laughs> I could not hear it. Man, that's a great scene. Yeah, I'm sure it's uh, very uh, fun to watch, but I was getting really bad secondhand like, embarrassment. Oh my God, stop. Stop yeah. saying you didn't kill her. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh no, please shut up. Yeah. We're talking editing? Yeah. So, I have uh, something to mention. Mm-hmm. A long time ago, probably at the very beginning of the podcast, I think you mentioned once that somebody somebody said that um, you can tell when a director's not schooled because they'll have, like, texts or something on, their, on the screen or something. Remember... Um, that was like I, an episode one or two. It, it, well, we were talking about Quentin Tarantino. Yes. And he had a lot of texts in Django. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I said he, I. I know. I think I said he was undisciplined. Yes. Yeah, like sort of a separate conversation, but yeah, yeah. So, I think David Fincher also tends, to, but it's more like timestamps, right? It's, it's a lot of times. He had. He, I had no idea. He does have a lot of timestamps yeah. in the movie. Yeah. And why. then, and this movie or in his movies? And his movies in general, because yeah. Zodiac also has it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I don't necessarily need to be, I think maybe in this one it is the one where maybe I could appreciate it a little bit more. Because it was like. Because yeah. it's like, especially because like with crime scenes, obviously like the longer the investigation has been ongoing, the harder it is to find the culprit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 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 So it's a little bit more relevant because it's like a ticking time bomb almost. Yeah. I feel me. Okay. You got a very brief window of time, yeah. Yeah, so maybe this one works. Um, but I don't know. I think that's just a, an, a, 
artistic choice on his end. Yeah, I don't know yeah, yeah. if the audience necessarily needs it, though. But to each their own. I mean, you you, you got confused one time. We were like, wait, wait, wait. wait. It's, it's been seven days since she was gone. Wait, what was it? Oh, yeah, because when they introduced yeah. her, I think that's... Because then I was like, oh, shoot, should I have been keeping track of where, like, Ben Affleck's timeline mm-hmm. and her timeline? Because, yeah. Because yeah. then at that point, I was like, okay. And then I saw 10. I was like, okay, so we're a little bit behind with her timeline. We're just mm-hmm. waiting for things to match up. Match up. Yeah, and it did eventually with the yeah. new Patrick Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, directing. I'm sure. Good. It's great. Yeah. You know. uh, spe- uh, let's talk about themes real quick. What do you think this movie is thematically? Um, like my mom says. Uh, how does she say it? Let me see if I can translate it. It's basically, be careful who you marry. <laughs> Don't marry a crazy person. Yeah. Is it, maybe it's like marriage is hard, you know? Marriage is hard work. Um, I think with the, the overall... I mean... Let me tell you something, Jasmine. All marriage is hard, but this is a... This is a horrible marriage. <laughs> that's not, no, no, no. This is not necessarily a horrible marriage. This is you are married to a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, let me tell you, Jasmine. So, um... I met a lot. I've talked to a lot of women. Wow, really? <laughs> this shocks me. When? <laughs> Fuck you. <Jen. laughs> um, and a lot of them do. Um, the ones that, are, that have seen this movie, a lot of them do agree with that monologue she had. Remember? Oh. Where she was like, you, know, sure. "You gotta be a cool girl. You gotta look like a supermodel, but then you gotta act like a guy. But you gotta be like, yeah, I'll eat burgers and drink beer, and um, you know." Um, watch south park and stuff sure <laughs> yeah you ever had you know you no ever, no I'm, i've never dated so who, you, i mean I you've ever even pretended to be no someone? i don't like interacting with people so <laughs> i mean it's okay i i feel like I, when i say things like that it's like i'm anti-social but i don't know are. maybe i am yeah but like i don't go out of i think okay so this is my issue i'm a very initially very reserved person so mm-hmm. I don't reveal anything, right? So I don't even try to appease to anybody's wants because I'm just kind of like, sh- I shut myself off from people. I don't know why. I think it's like a s- defense mechanism. Right. Or like, I, like I'm like i a turtle and I go into my shell or something. Um, so I've never had to like worry about guys perceiving me as being desirable. So I don't like yeah. bother right. to like yeah. um, feed into their like, I guess fantasies is what I think the cool girl monologue is supposed mm-hmm. to be. Um. I don't know. Yeah, well, there's, you know, I guess that's a running Well, I guess, I'm assuming you guys like, also do something similar, right? Oh, well, I think you could say that this movie's also about how you're both, they're both Lying. pretending to be sort of versions of themselves that aren't true, yeah, yeah. but that would uh, appease the other person. Yeah. So, you know, marriage is a fraud. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Beautiful. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been married or in a relationship. But it sounds pretty good to yeah. me. Because then eventually you realize, oh, this is an actual person. Um, and then you're like, okay, now I'll, I'll, you know, date a 23 year old or whatever in your forties. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, this is also a, a, another thing, the media. Oh yeah. They sensationalize things. And sensationalize things. And then they, uh, accuse people. people or, yeah. yeah. And then they're like, yeah, she, yeah, he's probably having sex with his twin sister. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Oh, and apparently the book, which you haven't read, um, no. apparently it's written in like a journalistic style where they're, um, it's, it's sort of like, that's sort of like tabloid stuff okay. where they like, they're already blaming Ben Affleck in that mm. sort of tone. 
Um, yeah. So this does something similar to that yeah. instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one new show hosts. Yeah. Yeah, she's from uh, Galaxy Quest. Yep. What else is she in Dodgeball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, she's not in that, how, that one with uh, Steve Martin and Queen Latifah. Holiday? No. Vacation? Like bringing down the house or something? Oh. You don't know it, probably. No, I don't. I've never seen it. Wow, that. you're young. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's what that movie is about. Yeah. That's a theme about marriage? About marriage, yeah. Marriage is like... Um, hard work oh well, i mean when you when you, i've heard interviews with the author and she says i wanted to make a story about uh marriage falling apart basically but no bob back did that with marriage a lot better. <laughs> not <laughs> well, a lot was, better it's a different realistic. tone it's a different tone though <laughs> yeah. this one's like worst case scenario like your worst nightmare it's like scarlett johansson just fucking blames you for murder and she just yeah yeah i mean it's different right yeah. The other one's a little bit more heartwarming. This is a, little, a lot more entertaining. Yeah. Not that Noah Baumbach's well, very short, is In that movie, they still like love each other. It's very sad. And, and in this one, it's like, at the end, it's very cold. Like, I they're very know. cold with each other. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and it's like, uh, obviously, like, Ben Affleck does not want that life. But she's like, stops even pretending you know, for him. I think both depict marriage very well then. <laughs> yeah. Right? I think the sometimes your marriage, marriage ends and there could still be parts of you that love your partner or your ex-partner. But you ultimately can decide you don't work together anymore yeah. i mean it's like one of those like but then you can't leave because then she'll kill you no no no. i'm talking about this one is sometimes oh, you okay. just stay with someone because yeah. it's routine yeah and convenient yeah. Mm-hmm. and i think at the end she sees it as that i don't know why the hell she won't stay with him i don't get it she should she should just let him die i don't i don't i don't know she was she wasn't in the best place herself you know because also uh i was gonna say barney, <laughs> yeah, barney. neil patrick harris had also had sort of an idealized version of who she was yeah and she obviously was pretending to be that mm-hmm. uh while nick like like that sort of like um uh cool girl sort of football well i mean she, she liked that he brought certain like a different aspect oh, of yeah. her too, right? but like with neil patrick harris it's just like you gotta be fancy Dance and you know whatever yeah and, not and now i want to have sex now you know that sort of thing sure yeah yeah we're talking about though marriage the themes okay yeah, yeah i guess so yeah that's great. So, Jasmine, tell me any negatives. What would you change about this movie? Nothing? That's fine. <laughs> are you honest when you say stuff like it's just fine? Or are I you mean, holding back? No, I just don't. I can't think of anything like Specific? super critical or anything to be so, like. You wouldn't change anything. Like, yeah, I'm just like, it's fine. Like, I don't. There's nothing that stands out to me though. I'm like, oh, maybe th- it could have been a like little maybe better. Maybe could have cut out this. Yeah, because this one, although it was long, I thought it was it was really good. It used its time. Yeah, yeah, well, good. yeah. Um, so Jasmine, thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs up for thumbs me. Thumbs up, yeah. It's great. Yeah, this one's a, a, a not a like a tentative thumbs up. This is a genuine like yeah. This is a good one. Yeah. Oh, I had one last anecdote about this movie. Uh, ben Affleck. <gasps> shut down production on this movie for four days why you know why you know in that airport scene where he has a hat yeah um so he refused to wear it because it was like a new york yankees hat oh yeah and he's a boston red sox fan and he's like to david like i'm not gonna wear this hat. i can't i can't wear this hat man it's it's against my my morals or something and david finch got really really mad at him for shutting down production for four days and eventually they compromised 
um, for uh, wearing he wore a New York Mets hat instead of a New York Yankees hat. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. David Fincher called him incredibly unprofessional. <laughs> so even though Ben Affleck might want to work with him again, I don't think Fincher would ever want to work with, with him again. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. There's been a lot of David Fincher stories coming out lately. But he's. That's uh, because, you know, Mink. Oh, it's because Mink's coming out. Oh, uh, okay. Like, yeah. Like, there was one. You know, Steven Soderbergh? He directed Magic Mike. Sure. And yeah, he was in the room when David Fincher was editing Panic Room. And then, like, David Fincher had a laser pointer and he pointed to a corner of the room. He's like, that's 1.5 stops too too high, too bright. And Steven Soderbergh had to just, like, walk out. Like, how can you live like that? Like, how could you, like, see the world like that and that, that specific? You know, because he was like, oh, God, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a curse. Yeah, it's a curse. Anyways, uh, so that's it. Sounds good. That's our discussions on David Fincher movies. Uh, we're going to talk about Mank, uh, but not in this way, not in this structure. It's going to be more. A review? Sort of, uh, yeah, a review sort of thing. Okay. Um, and then afterwards, we're going to be talking about Wes Anderson movies, which I know you you like Wes Anderson. Um, I think I do. Yeah, you like Grand Budapest? Yeah. Did you watch Moonrise Kingdom? I think I did. I think I saw the whole thing. It's like a little uh, boy who um, is enamored with a girl, girl. or something. Yeah. And then he... Runs away. Right? Yeah. And he has like yeah. a chubby fa- a friend. Has, and then Bruce Willis adopts him. Is that how it ends? I don't yes. remember. I know it's Bill Murray's in there somehow. Yeah, he's the dad of the girl. Okay. And then I think Sam Brockwell is like a camp counselor or is that Ed Norton? No, that's Edward Norton. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Rockwell is in Jojo Rabbit. I think that's what you said. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, his earlier movies. Interesting. Uh, so that, that should be uh, nice. So that's 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 the podcast on Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't have any social media? No. Between us? <laughs> I don't oh. post on social media, so... Yeah. No. And I don't have anything that I want people to know about, <gasps> so... Thanks for listening. Bye. How are you feeling? What have we done to each other? What will we do?